As usual, what's up, everybody? And welcome to the huddle, where we come into weekly to discuss forward progress and maintaining that in your flooring career. Today, we're going to be talking um, about trainings. Uh, we hit on it every week. Uh, we're going to do kind of a deep dive in the importance of that. So uh, we encourage questions. Uh, we'll have Q&A so you can chat your question and um, we'll do our best to address that during Q&A. So without further ado, joined with me as usual is Jose and Daniel of Preferred Flooring. And uh, they are probably one of the biggest proponents of training. Uh, we certainly are as well, but out there in the industry, I think that it's pretty clear where they stand. And uh, so maybe maybe we can start with, was there a clear difference? Because I know you guys um, got started and, and was uh, installing for a while, and then you, you just, you got some certifications or some different trainings. Was there a clear difference before and after from, like, did you learn something that move the pendulum for you or was it a, a gradual deal? Uh, I think so if, if we start like even even before we started getting certifications, um, I was kind of one of those people that I was that was always like, why do I need to get trained in this? I do this every day. And then it wasn't until you actually go to your first training or certification where you're like, damn, I kind of been doing that wrong the entire time. And it, it, it wasn't like I was like, well, this is BS because I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. It's I guess I got some things to work on. And it's just that one thing that that you take away. So once uh, we went through the trainings, it was kind of like, all right, we've been doing this. Uh, not necessarily like completely wrong, but there was steps to it that we were missing. So it's like, all right, let's back everything up, start doing things the way they're supposed to be done, and then implementing that moving forward and, and not doing it how we used to. Yeah, definitely um, definitely a, a change in perception, right? You, you don't know that you might not know everything until you learn something new, because that's all you know. Uh, and- Dale, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, yeah, like Daniel said, you, you you go into these classes, uh, if, if you go in there thinking you're gonna, you know everything, you're, you're completely out of your element. You're putting yourself in a bad spot. Um, you know, humble yourself going there and be prepared to learn from the newest guy and the oldest guy in, in, there, in that class. Uh, but going in and, and, and learning something, like Daniel went through a lot, a lot more certifications than I have, right? Even though um, I have my first cert is all 20 plus years ago, Armstrong, but um, and I think I took a Mohawk Wood certification class on accident. Um, but um, I passed. You got to be the first guy I've met that yeah. took a um, course on accident. Yeah. That, <laughs> you, you come back with a little bit more information and you have those aha moments. So you start thinking back about past projects that you've done and you've had issues or if you didn't have a shortcut or if something failed or if something just wasn't working right. And then you're like, hmm. I know what that is now. I know exactly what that is now. And that's did, just- did that, did that help you uh, 
one of the, um, I think, big benefits is just understanding you have a leg to stand on when you do have a claim. Did you, did you find that helpful? If you've ever had a claim, I got a story about that myself. But when you have a claim, but you've been fully certified and you can, you know, kind of prove that you did it, the, the manufacturers, um, per the manufacturer's instructions and per industry training, did that, has, have you ever leaned on that during a claim or anything? Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, if you're in the flooring industry and you say you've never had something go wrong or you've never had to uh, bite the bullet and say you've made a mistake or go back and rethink of what you rethink of the process uh, and put it down on paper and say, you know what, I did do everything right. Yeah. Um, if you say you've never had any one of those two, then you're just not telling the truth or nobody told you. Well, I mean, there's some guys that, that'll have a, a claim never been trained and, and, um, you know, I think there's a clear difference in vernacular of what you say, uh, in a claim, uh, when you're dealing with a, you know, an independent inspector, you're dealing with claims department at a mill, there's, there's a difference in what you, you know, if you don't know, you didn't do it right. We had a claim long time ago, pre probably, you know, 15 years ago, and we've had other issues, but I'm just in this particular thing, uh, our installer was not certified at all. He'd been taught well, he was, he had good hand skills, but he was never certified, never trained. And he clearly made some comments to the inspector and the inspector put that in his report that he didn't do it the, per the instructions. Um, part of it's because he probably didn't, he wasn't trained properly. Uh, but the other part is years down the road, we've won claims because we were able not only to show the guys um, certified, but in addition to that, uh, he, he was able to recite the methods or the, uh, you know, the process he took in installation and pretty much those, those types of things are what uh, saved that particular claim was that he was able to line by line talk about what he did and what processes he used and it made a big difference like it turned the whole thing around right and then we've been on you know a claim or two where the actual manufacturer was like well this is your fault and then you're like whoa 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 but i'm certified and then they're like oh hold on then let let us take a, a look back all right we're gonna cover it now yeah. yeah, isn't that amazing? Well, a lot of that is they're going to try to get away with and not to get too deep into the claims that we I would like to address that in a future episode. Like, I believe, man, if installers could get, you know, the inspection training as well to know uh, the angles that are taken, uh, there, there's a benefit there. But in <clears throat> just being trained on the flooring itself, it's almost as if on claims, they, they go with, you know, denying the claim and seeing if you take it, you know, but if you know what you're doing and you've been properly trained, you can sure get yourself out of those. And, and rightfully so look, it, it was, I'm not making it like our guy was able to talk his way out of it. It was not a installation error. It was a 
manufacturer's defect. And we were just able to get there by them not uh, blaming the easiest way, which is just to blame the installer. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not only the manufacturers, it's uh, we've been in to some spots where the actual people you're doing work for. So the store that you're working for is like, hey, this is what's wrong with it. You guys got to go and fix it. And it's like, no, it's not our fault. And they're like, oh, yeah, we hired a, an inspector. And then you're like, OK, well, we're going to hire an inspector, too, and send them out. And then you just magically never hear about that job ever again. Yeah. Yep. Because that's the job we're getting ready to revisit now. So because of our honesty and um, our, our due diligence through that whole project, um, it's just one of those uh, places that call us for everything they need for the flooring. And, and uh, I'm very grateful for that. Um, what's your, what's your experience with uh, the biggest... Uh, we've touched on this before as well. What what do you guys hear when somebody, um, you know, why they're not, I mean, what's the biggest uh, hurdle or reluctancy to getting trained? Uh, a lot of it is we hear is, like I said, when you're like, why do I need to learn how to do this when I do it every day? I already know what I'm doing. So there, there's no point into me going over there so they can tell me what I already know. Yeah, and that's that's hard to hear, and it's it's hard to hear because it's some commercial changes all the time, right? Residential might stay the same a little bit for for like some carpet, but some techniques come out, new techniques, new installs, new banking, new tools, uh, new tools, and there's a lot of things that if you're not keeping up with it, you're just falling behind, and you. You don't put yourself in a position to be successful if you think you know everything and that's the way it's going to stay and remain. That's just, just not going to happen. Yeah, new technology, new techniques, all that stuff comes out. So being up to speed on that stuff is important. But I, I would say, what about, you know, when we ran a survey for go career we ran a survey trying to find out why installers don't get trained and that was the number one reason number two was they don't know where to even go it's like the industry is not doing a great job they shoot out emails to flooring companies like myself but they never get down to the installer level for information on where to get trained for a given discipline whether it's carpet or mm-hmm. tile or resilient or flash coving heat weld or you know wood flooring and there's great trainings out there for just about every one of the disciplines it's just a matter of knowing where they're at um, that's part of our real goal here is we've we're starting we're almost finished i should say with a um with a web page that'll have every training on every month, regardless of who's teaching it. I don't care who's teaching it. We just want to promote training and then get that out there. If it's recognized as an industry training, we want people to know where it's at and what it is and try to promote that as best as we can. But um, so that solves half of the two major kind of uh, disputes about why to get trained. But how do you change the minds of somebody who says, you know, well, I'm, I'm not going to make any more money at it or, uh, you know, it's not going to pay me. I got to take off 
time and pay for the training and pay for travel, uh, how's that going to benefit me? The, those types of deals, um, how do you kind of go against that? I would say, look at what we're doing right now. If we were would have never put ourselves out there and did something like that, we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right mm -hmm. now. It's a one of the best networking tools that you can get as well is going to these certifications. And it's <clears throat> it's not only that you're you're learning, but you're also you know learning alongside someone that's probably has more experience than you. And then mm -hmm. on the other side, someone that can probably learn something from you. So it's yeah. it's that whole networking aspect. It's not only are you learning about a particular material or something like that. It's I'm going to go hang out with like-minded people and get that knowledge that I need. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. The networking piece of that is, I mean, just having somebody to call is a, you know, hey, Daniel, I'm running up against this XYZ scenario. What would you do? Well, if you didn't ever go to the training, you don't know who Daniel is and you don't, you never formed any kind of relationship. You might not be able to do that, but I feel pretty comfortable that if I needed to get some advice, I could call you guys up and say, Hey man, I got this scenario. What would you do? You know? Right. There's, we've seen a lot of stuff and I actually get um, calls from some inspectors that I've done certifications with when they run into something that's like, Hey, what, what's your thoughts on this? And it's like, you know what? I've actually, I just went through a job like this. So this is what we found out. And that's the benefit too, right? Is, and not only are you increasing your social capital, but you are also educating yourself through these trainings. So that way, when you do have a conversation, you are using the same terminology. Things are less likely to get lost in translation. Although, you know, one region might have a nickname for specific backings uh, of some sort, but if you can go back to the training where everything is kind of uh, very specific, you can figure it out if you just have a couple minute conversation um, as to what terminology is being used. Um, I remember, I mean, we still use funny words around here. We, we don't use the exact terms for a lot of things, uh, but that's more from, from me to the guys, you know, from my sister to Daniel, but when we're out on the job site or, or we're talking to, to you or someone else, the, the terminology is a lot closer and tighter knit. And that's another benefit social capital, terminology. Um, uh, you use the wrong terminology, you can get hung on a claim too. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah, I, I found that I like to, when somebody's saying something about, oh, I've been, you know, I'm good. Uh, I've been doing this for 20 years. My uncle was the best ever or whatever. Uh, I've heard, I can't count how many different stories, but... <clears throat> When they tell me that I'm, if you're if you're just going to work with one company or you're you're never looking to expand your your uh, client base as an installer, trying to work for more stores than just one, so you don't have all your eggs in one basket, or you're trying to work maybe with a bill directly with general contractors or or whatever your goals are for your company. The fact is, you may know you're great, but not everybody else does. And without the knowledge, uh, whether it's certifications, some way to know uh, that you're properly trained, no one else knows. It's just your word at that point. Uh, that's part of, you know, what Go Career solves with the hammer rating. But 
at the same time, that the only way you get hammers, the only way you get your skill score up is education, affiliations, trainings, and experience. I mean, it's how you get good or uh, increase your skill in anything. Uh, I've said it with doctors or, uh, you know, you don't want a foot doctor working on your spinal cord. Uh, you know, you, you want to make sure they got the proper training and that they have the initials behind their name to to make sure that they're they're qualified to work on that right. piece of the body. And just talking about, you know, like doctors and stuff, I actually, um, my son's travel baseball team. There's actually, you know, we, there's some nurses in there, some teachers, and I, I was picking their brains and I'm like, you know, what kind of continued education do you guys have to go through? And um, just, just the teacher, um, I talked to her a couple of weeks ago when we were in Tennessee and she's like, we got to go through at least a hundred hours of, you know, continued education every year. And it's like, you think about that hundred hours, that's more than two weeks of your work time. And that's just maintenance. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like, you know, the, all these other professions are having to do this. And then our, I don't want to say our entire profession, you know, our, everyone is like this, but a lot of people are like, I don't need this. And it just boggles my mind now. It does mine too. It, like, if you think about that statement, like, I don't, I don't need trained. It sounds kind of silly when you just say it. If, if you hear, you know, if somebody would just listen to themselves and how that sounds, I don't need training. Well, you got it somewhere. You learned from your uncle or your cousin or your brother, or your dad or grandpa or what, whoever you learned how to install from, you got trained you're just trying, we're just saying, go get the, the industry training as well. Back up your knowledge with, with that, that, um, right. you know, that certification or, or an industry training that helps support what you've already learned. And part of the deal was what you talked about earlier is technology changes. I mean, adhesives changed greatly in the nineties, like when they took solvents out, uh, and today that they finally got, you know, some good water soluble adhesives, but when they took solvents out, that was a big problem. It caused a lot of failures. Um, you know, trainings when, when, um, you guys aren't really carpet guys, but back in the day, they came out with a unitary back carpet. that was just, yeah. you know, no secondary Maybe. backing and, to get that stuff to stick to the floor at the same time when they're taking all the 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 uh, solvents out of the adhesives, there were some tricks that if you knew, Unitary would do okay for you. Uh, if you didn't Unitary know, wasn't even the worst. It was Lee's carpet with the fiberglass backing. That was the oh worst. the wax back with the blue glue <laughs> wet set. Yeah, no, I mean no, that's that's we're another. We're still ripping that stuff out, man. It's it's so stuck around all the bubbles. I was going to say, not very easily. <laughs> um, I want to add to, to the training portion, too, because if, if people are having a hard time uh, deciding whether or not training is what they need or if it's good for them, if you think about it in a different aspect, like uh, what are your hobbies? As if, if, you know, you go to, to work every day, and even if you sit in the office and your hobby is woodworking after work, you're going to do research, right? What is research? Research is training. 
you're going to want to find out more about the species of wood. What's uh, you know, what is the better coating to put on it? How am I going to sand this? How am I going to shape this? Um, it, if you're playing sports, if your hobby is you know basketball or or weight training, you know you're going to do research. What protein is good for me? Uh, do I need to take protein at bedtime? You know what is the best diet? You know there's a science behind everything. So and you're still going to do research. You're gonna you're gonna train yourself. That's research. The training, education slash research. That's that's all grouped together. So you got to look at it like that, right? You, you're in the floor. So what's the benefit of doing a, a, a training like an industry training versus learning on YouTube? The networking YouTube is you're listening to a direction from someone that you can't ask a question. If you go to a training in person, you're physically watching. You're there. You're on top. You could change your angle. You can say, can I see that again? Can you explain that to me again? Hold on. Let me try that. What did I do wrong? Right. And it all depends on who you're listening to as well, because on YouTube and, and all that, it's you see some, let me go repair this with some caulk and call myself a professional. Yeah, I, I think it's got a lot to do with who's teaching it, number one. And then number two, you brought up a good point with networking, but I, I would push that further to why. You can't ask a video, why, why did you do it that way? And if you're in person with an instructor, I know on the certifications I've went to and achieved, uh, understanding why they did something a certain way that differed from the way that it, maybe I did it beforehand was a big uh, big help for me to understand how to, how to install it. I'm kind of, I was that kid that always asked why, and I'm still... <laughs> I still do that as an adult. I, I want to know why, why did you do it that way? And then you can even kind of flip that, right? Because there's probably some things that you do that the instructor has probably never seen before. It's happened when I went to a certification and, you know, I'm doing it and I'm explaining it some way and he's just watching me and he's like, you know what? I never thought about it like that before, but that's going to be the way I'm going to be teaching it from now on. So it's not just, you know, you learning things. Like I said, it's you, you, have a lot to offer too and just bring that with you as well yeah if you're so good you might just be able to help somebody else out that i mean hate to get you know sappy about it but for the installers out there that may be listening that have that uh attitude or approach that you know i already know everything well maybe sharing that knowledge could help too um you know these training entities um they're gonna continue to grow i believe the industry is pushing you know more and more towards it um i see uh claims coming out and questionnaires that ask if you're certified those types of deals so i think the industry is pushing that way so at the end of the day being being trained uh industry trained by somebody and then you giving some of your knowledge, you might know a trick that might, just like Daniel's um, example there, that, that might help somebody else out. So participation, networking, and learning uh, goes a long way. I, you mentioned you wouldn't be here talking to me without it. There's a lot that I think uh, it's benefited you guys. Uh, it's certainly benefited our company uh, for embracing training. And that's all we're asking, like embrace training. There's a lot of good stuff going on out there in the tile world. Um, 
they seem to be a little bit ahead of the other industry uh, products, honestly. Um, from a training perspective, I think, um, you know, it's, it's more of an artistic or it's looked at as more of an artistic um, uh, product, although I would argue resilient can be pretty doggone artistic. If you ever do a children's hospital, you'll find that one out. Yeah. Any, <laughs> any hospital. Yeah, any hospital, but children's hospitals, they, they tend to get a little wild with colors and patterns. But point being is, um, you know, the industry is moving that way. There's private um, companies and private organizations starting uh, different training. Give a shout out to Tile Nation. They do, they're doing, you know, some pretty cool stuff with their um, uh, gauge panels and those, the large format trainings for gauge porcelain panels. Uh, that's pretty cool. You know, I know that CFI continues to grow. They are here in Wichita. They're, you know, they, so they have other training sites now. Um, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that even more come out and, and uh, that we can support the amount because here's, here's one thing that I would kind of throw out there to the industry. If we're, if the studies are correct and we're losing, we're 8,000 below what is needed uh, from an installer level, and that's going to grow exponentially, uh, me being that the average age is somewhere around 53 to 55, depending on the study. Um, how are we going to train all of those people, right? Um, the industry has to step up and, and kind of widen their stance on it, I think, overall. Um, but right now, it's not like you can't get into a class. So I think there's this dichotomy. They're like, well, when the demand's there, we'll increase the supply of training. So we need to, you know, understand that as a, my ploy to the industry is like, be prepared because as the, as the wave comes in, because I, I think we'll backfill some of the need and say three or 4,000 people need to be trained. How do you, how do you accomplish that? So hopefully the training entities are thinking of that and preparing for that. But right now it's not like there's a waiting list you can get to trainings pretty easily. I look at them weekly, you know, so go get trained, uh, increase your abilities, maybe give back to the industry a bit, uh, learn something, meet some new people, um, brand yourself a bit. I mean, all those things seem to be huge benefits to your business uh, if you go out and do it. Yeah, don't be scared to ask questions when you're in these places too. If any, if you've ever wanted to ask a question these certification classes are the place to ask them because you're gonna you're gonna realize one of two things you're doing things the right way and you're gonna continue to do them or you're doing them wrong and this is the place where you can fix it yeah that's a good point <laughs> you can either validate what you're doing and that's always good and you get a stamp of approval so to speak uh or you can learn the the right way to do it and start implementing new techniques Sweet. Well, what do you guys, um, do you guys have any trainings coming up? Anything like that uh, down the pipe here? Uh, no, not for us. I was looking at some of the dates too. And that's another thing that um, might veer some installers too is, you know, a lot of the trainings that people really want are like during the busy time, right? And that 
that's a hard pill to swallow, but um, they do have some off-season training. You just got to be willing to travel and bust that time and that money. Um, like to look into getting more of our guys uh, at least uh, a certification under their belt. Uh, just got to make sure that we're pushing it to their strengths and not putting them in a position to where they feel that they failed, right? Because we haven't passed every training that we've ever taken and or every certification, I'm sorry. But we got better, even though we didn't get the cert. So we got better. Um, and we will continue to get better because of those experiences. Um, well, kudos to you guys for for looking at it that way and, you know, approaching it where putting a guy in a certification or a training that matches their strength. I, I know I, I grab I, I couldn't lay tile for the life of me, to be honest with you, ceramic tile, but I gravitated and did really well in carpet and, and sheet vinyl resilient side of things. Um, so working towards people's uh, strengths, uh, I think is key. And then what their interests are, you know, what do you like doing? Right. And don't feel intimidated, man. It's a, it's a place for everyone to learn. That's what we go there is to learn. Um, and one of the last certifications we went to, there was actually a gentleman from our hometown um, that, that traveled there too. And he goes in there and he's like, man, I'm like, I'm so nervous right now. I feel so out of place. And, you know, just almost like he was really intimidated that we were there because we're kind of well-known and it's like, don't be like that, man. Yeah. We're here to learn too. It's just stay the course. The, well, the most, <laughs> the most that's going to happen is you're going to learn something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, and that was, it came to the realization that, you know, it's not always easy guys, right? You're always, you're going to be uncomfortable in one of these classes or these certifications at some point. You're just going to have to accept that, right? You're just going to have to push through it and, and give it a go. Like I said, just because you didn't receive the certification doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that you need to brush up on it a little bit more than you expected. And the next time you go, you know what corrections need to be made. Um, they're going to let you know. Yeah, and every training I've been to, I've ended up, you know, getting to know somebody that, you know, was cool to hang out with. And even if that's the only time I seen him at that, you know, you see him around at uh, different shows and stuff. And everybody's always been really accommodating and, and nice at every single uh, certification I've taken. Any of the guys that have went, it seems like it's always been a, you know, they need you there. That's, you know, the training entities need us to go and, and we need to go and learn. So it's obviously, a, a you know, win-win, uh, but I don't think anybody should be intimidated. Uh, that's a little bit of ego sometimes, like almost worried about, you know, being proven wrong or something. Uh, look, go there to learn. Go there only to learn and you'll be just fine. I mean, that's my take anyway. See if uh, we can get uh, the uh, training page posted. Yeah, posted in the, in the uh, chat. All right, let's see if we got any questions. I'll toss a couple questions out there that have been uh, 
Let's see, here's one pretty uh, applicable. So uh, why would I pay hundreds of dollars plus travel to attend a course that may only make me a little bit or a little bit better than before? You're still a little bit better than before. <laughs> that little bit better. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of uh, a little bit better could be uh, a lot of money over <laughs> over time. So, right. yeah, I think uh, a different demographic too. That little bit better might push you past that threshold that you couldn't get by before, and you're wondering why not. Um, that little bit at the end equals a lot. Could be the little bit you're missing, <laughs> you know. I mean, if you save a couple hours a day or a prop per project because you learned something cool, even if it's just a little bit, um, that could equal out to a lot of money. Um, all you need to do from these trainings and stuff is take away one thing. If you took away one thing that can benefit you, it, you got to call that a win. Amen. Uh, okay, how about... Um, do, do companies really take into consideration the amount of certifications that an installer has? Um, I think it given, if, if I'm choosing and I have the ability to choose between somebody who's certified and non-certified, and of course we use GoCareer, so we see all the metrics of their hammer rating, um, but certainly that comes out in the hammer rating, of course I'm gonna, hire if i got two guys i don't know i'm gonna hire the guy with the best rating i mean that's if that's the only metric i have at that point uh of course if they've done a lot of work orders through go career and have a good kudo to work order ratio that's another consideration but i would say on my side yeah if i'm <laughs> if i'm doing a woven wool carpet i'd like to know that the guy's certified through pj's course or something through the you know natural fiber uh yeah. certification well if you, if you put what about you guys a, you put it in the form of a question like this if you sit down and you're in a post bed or something like that and they say hey you're x percentage over the other two uh companies that are here why is that and are you going to hire the person that answers with because we have enough people to do it. I just don't know who's available at the time. Or are you going to decide with the person who says, uh, yeah, we are a little bit more costly, but that's only because we use certified installers that this is this is their, their niche. This is what they specialize in. And they put in the time and gotten the education to be the best at this particular product. I mean, that, that sells itself. It's not, you have to sell it a little bit, right? But the consumer doesn't know unless you tell them. Yeah, I think it matters to general contractors, if especially if you're doing a specialized flooring like a Protectol or something like that, um, or a certain epoxy flooring or wood flooring or even a specialized carpet. Yeah, you're probably not going to be asked for your certification card if you're doing some, you know, carpet tile. But there's a lot more out there that, you know, those things come in real handy and i think companies do take it into consideration um here's more of a statement i've never lost a project just because of a certification 
we definitely would have lost some projects without some of the certifications that we had. Right. Yeah. They, I, they, they called us specifically because we were certified and it's like, really, you're the only ones over here. So it's, yeah, what are you going to charge us? And that's the networking thing too, is your name does go into a database. And if there is a particular customer that wants a specific item done by someone who is certified, they're not looking at you know what's the bottom dollar. They're looking at who's the most qualified. And your name does go into that database. I mean, it, it's still up to you as a certified installer to come through and do it the right way and use your uh, your education uh, to your benefit. But um, that that's a real thing that does happen, guys. I have to ask a question back. Like, how do you know what you've lost? You know, somebody just decided, you know, someone could have just decided that I'm going to go with this other guy because he did. I mean, you don't really know. That's a tough, so you tough don't know statement. What you lose. Like, how do you know for a fact you, you haven't lost work? How do you know somebody didn't choose another person because they were certified and you didn't get that? I mean, unless this person gets every single job they ever put their efforts behind. But, that's a whole nother issue that we, we had then you got about. then then i would encourage you to go back to a couple of weeks ago and raise your prices <laughs> so, um one way to look at it and, and i don't speak for everybody but if you are generating more revenue um, because of the additional phone calls you're getting because of your certifications but working less hours throughout the year that's a reflection of your certification but if you're still having to, to, to crawl around and grind day in and day out and you're working 50 hours a week plus, but you're, you're, the revenue generated at the end of the year doesn't reflect the amount of work that you're putting in, you know, that's a, that's a sure tell sign that you might be missing something because certification doesn't necessarily mean you get paid more money. You just might draw the attention of people willing to pay the higher dollars and cents um, for those specific projects. Well, it's that old saying, the old meme that's like, you know, you're not paying me to just to lay your floor, you're paying me for the years of education and training that it took yeah. in effort to get here. If you're that guy, but you're also you're also not trained and certified, well, you're kind of that's a misnomer. I mean, like you, you know, uh, it, yeah, they're they're paying for your years of experience, your training, your education, your your expertise. Um, I guess that would be a, a good. Can you can you be an expert without being certified? Um, I, I would say I would say yes. Uh, yeah. The how valid is that? With, with how do you prove it? Yeah, you're because just you can say, be certified, just, not an expert. Yeah, you just you say know? you're an expert. Yeah, you, that's almost like a self-proclaimed expert at that point well then you you do look at these other professions right like doctors and stuff like that you go in their office and their certifications right there on the wall for everyone to see this is where i went that's where i got my my certificate from then right next to it is their their next one you know and yeah. they're, they're very proud of the education that they got and you should yeah be. i feel like if if we had a little bit more pride in taking those courses and such that, you know, I think CFI guys have, have the best culture around that piece of displaying their, their um, certifications probably uh, just to overall. 
uh, not any in particular person, but you see that more. I think there's, you know, several guys on the Go Career Network that their profile picture is their, their CFI certification. So, uh, you know, so I guess you can be an expert. Uh, you can be really good. But again, nobody else knows. It's like, you you know, when you're, you're, you're looking for backup in an argument, you're looking for some, some, uh, someone to back you up if you're like, ain't that right, Daniel? Well, that's kind of what a certification is to your expertise. Like, ain't that right, CFI? You know, it's, or whatever training entity. I say CFI because it comes to mind the, the fastest, but it could be any of them. Uh, the point is, is that to not be a self-proclaimed expert, I would say you can be really, really good, but the word expert almost indicates education. I mean, that's yeah. my opinion. But. And it, since, you, you know, you mentioned CFI, if you just wanted to get a taste of kind of uh, what the culture is like and stuff, convention is right around the corner and we'd be more than happy to see everyone there. I mean, just come and hang out. Yeah, August is CFI convention time, guys. Come out there. We'll have a booth. Go Career will. I know, I believe you guys are going, right? And We'll be down there. Uh, yeah, so come out and see us. I mean, um, love to chat more about not only, uh, you know, CFI, because we'll be at the convention, uh, but also just overall uh, how to improve your business. If you have any questions, come see us. Uh, one last question before we wrap this thing up. We're here right at time limit, but why don't manufacturers offer trains or certifications? They do. Uh, some they, do. They do. I, I think they're there. Some of them have pulled back um, because of liability, them yeah. giving a certification. That's I think why they call them trainings, not certifications, right? Because you can be factory trained, but still not be certified. Yeah. And uh, factory trained is just, it's all information, right? You get some hands on, you get some written, uh, you learn some terminology, and, you know, they're setting you up for success, right? To be better than you were yesterday. Um, but it's not a certification because that would be, like you said, a liability on their part. Yeah. I think that's why the, the biggest piece is liability. But at the end of the, the, some of these, I say at the end of the day all the time, that's like my saying. Guys. <laughs> at the beginning of the day. <laughs> at the beginning of the day, it's really, now, um, sir, uh, manufacturers, they still train, like you said, factory trained, and they still log it. Like it's still logged that you completed. I think they give completion certificates or something like that on some of them. Um, I can't remember, uh, Nora, though, is a sort of is a factory certification. Um, and I believe Forbo's is still a factory certification. So there's, Forbo there's... stopped their certification, actually. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, and they, they stopped theirs before COVID. So they can't, can't even use that as an excuse whether they're going to revamp it and reopen it. No one knows, but um, I am also Nora certified. So, yeah. And I did yeah. talk to a, a representative from Forbo. Well, come on, Forbo. Well, they, they said they had to retract the certification because of some legalities, right? There was, they were so, absorbing a little too much. Um, I don't know all the details, but it was for legal reasons. And 
Well, what are they doing to backfill that? Does anybody know? I don't know. Like, I think Corvo's no joke. Some of that stuff, you oh, better that, be trained That is the class dude. that we went through and did not pass. So that is, that is you better hardest. be trained. Yeah. yeah, that is the hardest. <laughs> I would say that um, um, the, their level of, of acceptance is here. And you don't think that's that high, right? But yours is right here compared to what they have. And you think that you're pushing your limits, but you were right. not even close to theirs. I mean, you're talking about them crawling around and like there's a pencil mark that's like an eighth inch right there. You're getting marked down for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learned so, a yeah. lot. Learned a lot. And um, uh, I, 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 um, I'll just never forget it. I'll never forget it. I'll man. have to reach out to Forbo. That's surely they're going to do something. It's just their products aren't that easy to work with, frankly. Right. A lot of them and and really need that. I was never really comfortable working with it until we went Love through that. It. Now, now it's like, oh, affordable? I'll do it all day long. I got some vertical installs that we're I'm getting some numbers together on right now, actually. So, Huh. Yeah, I'll have to reach out to them. And then the, since we're, we're live right now on like Facebook and YouTube, LinkedIn, we got a comment that, from a someone that's in the union that used to be non-union and he said the schooling that he received helped him big time that's where you learn all the tips and tricks you can't learn on your own yeah and Love union it. is a very good advocate for for training man like you know they have they got a, a, a long process right but they are very very focused um i do uh, wish they would open up their because there's such a large part of our community that is independent non-union that they would open up their training to non-union people and charge for the training. Yeah, it could generate uh, more revenue. Something like that, because I, I do think they've done a wonderful job. Most of the time you get, you know, a union guy that's been doing it for a while. Um, you you can have pretty good confidence in their abilities, you know. Um, that's, and after that, but, he said it's an investment, which we talked about, was that last week, about yeah. investing, so. Yep. And then, uh, Danny Sherman says from Wolf says he'll be at a CFI convention. So you got to go see him too. Danny, my brother. <laughs> Everybody calls us twins, especially when I grow out my beard a little bit. It says, uh, uh, now, now I want to get a picture of you two together. <laughs> well, you're, you'll get your chance in Orlando for sure. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate uh, everybody oh, joining. Thank you guys for coming on again. It's always a pleasure every week. I, I look forward to this. Us. So uh, my pleasure. And uh, I think we got through everything and um, I don't see any other questions. So <laughs> well, Danny did put right here, my twin. <laughs> my twin. <laughs> like, um, even though I know what we're going to talk about, I still take notes, right? Um, as, as part of the learning process, I, I, I still want to be better at what we're doing and, and I want to review and go over what we talked about to make sure that I'm doing myself uh, favors later on. So it doesn't matter what it's in. Just never stop learning. Yeah. Go back to last week. Invest in yourself. Right. Yeah. Work hard at it. I love it. All, All right, right, fellas. Thanks we'll again. Next week. Signing off. We'll see you next Tuesday. Good one. Bye.